You are listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This is the Public Affairs Show. I'm Carla Redondo, former chief meteorologist of Channel 4. I am now a certified orientation and mobility specialist. I do have a vision impairment. I have retinitis pigmentosa, and I travel with a white cane. Today's show, I'm very excited to talk to uh, uh, someone with this company that piqued my interest because there's something, uh, one of the programs I'm really interested in, I've been researching and trying to find out more about uh, self-defense for people with vision impairment or with the impairment of any kind. So I'm happy to uh, ask to join now Amy Wilson. She's the Seed Program Director for Strive For You. Hi, Amy. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, your organization really piqued my interest because I've been doing some research to try and find some uh, self-defense classes for people using a white cane or visually impaired. And I definitely saw your organization. It was referred to me by another company. And I wanted to get you on to talk more about this because our listeners are visually impaired or blind, and they may be interested in this and how to reach you all. So tell us a little bit about your company and some of the programs you have. So I am with Strive For You, like you said. We are, um, our headquarters is based out of Nashville, Tennessee. The uh, organization started January 2020. So we got off to a little bit of a rough start. Um, the initial program we have in the, um, in the organization is called the Arise Program, and that focuses on adaptive sports and professional development workshops. So not only are we um, wanting to work with our fellow blind um, and visually impaired community, but we're working to train the professionals so they're able to offer ongoing services in their local their local areas as well. Um, and um, trying to think more about that program, it's it's a great program. Uh, we do um, within that there's a uh, kickball beep kickball tournament. Um, we have a um, goalball tournament in July, or I think it's going to be in June this year, and then a uh, bowling tournament. And so those are our national tournaments that we had at our goalball tournament we had in July. Last year we had 18 teams. So it was, um, it was a fantastic event. And then um, we have the SEED program that is Safety Education Empowering Defense that focuses on not just the self-defense techniques, but we include safety education as part of our program, and we look at it, at it from a holistic approach. So it's mind, body, spirit, um, when it comes to, to those, those things. And with, all, with both programs that we have with Strive For You, we focus on a peer-to-peer -peer approach. So both programs were developed by individuals with disabilities for individuals with disabilities. And we're really, um, we're really proud of that, that part of being part of the organization. And did I see also that you all do some uh, life coaching and you all do work with the uh, veterans? Yes, so part of, um, as far as the life coaching goes, that is um, a program that we are currently in development of. It's called the Be Real program to where we're going to have that life coaching, um, working with transition age, all sorts of other um, advocacy type of skills that they can learn within that, that program. And then both of the programs, the Arise and Seed program, um, have um, where we are working with the, the VA grant. And so we can offer services to veterans at no charge 
um, to to them. And we can also work with um, VA staff and, and those sorts of things. And I'm going to give our, our listeners a chance to get your contact information three times in this uh, program here at the beginning, the middle, and towards the end. So would you give your contact information in case someone is interested in reaching out to you all to get more information about your services? So our... Um, uh, you can find our website at um, strive the number four you.org and that will give you the um, a lot of all the information about the programs if you're wanting to contact me um, I can be found as Amy SP Wilson on most social medias um, or blind Amy is my other um, username that I use on other platforms Okay, great. Um, now, I also know that, uh, as you mentioned, the adaptive sports for uh, kids, because I've seen through some of my training as a certified orientation and mobility specialist, a lot of kids that have visual impairments in schools, they don't get to participate in PE because they're, their coaches or teachers are worried they're going to injure themselves, so they end up sitting out PE on the bleachers watching or listening to everybody uh, play so I think that's a great program to help you know educate schools and and school districts on the the importance of getting kids with uh, visual impairments or any disability active in PE in school. Yes, um, currently we actually this week did went into some public schools and did what we call a PE with a twist, and so we go in and actually teach um, non-disabled students about adaptive sports. Um, and that program, actually, it doesn't just focus on students. It focuses on individuals of all ages because we really want to help to get our fellow community active and, and healthy and all, and all those things. Now, you mentioned that uh, you're blind, Amy. Would you tell a little bit about your eye situation, your condition, what you have? Sure. Um, so I um, have Stargardt's. It's a juvenile form of macular degeneration. I was diagnosed when I was 10 and about to turn 40, so I've had it for, for 30 years now, um, and it's slowly progressed to where it's, it's gotten worse over the years, and I'm a full-time white cane user, very much an advocate for the white cane, um, of course, not as a uh, safety tool as far as uh, you know, any kind of weapon, but that's a whole other story. I know. I, I tell a lot of my, my clients that I work with, sometimes they lift their canes a lot and start pointing at them. And I said, it's not a weapon. You can't use it to, you know, you know, hit somebody, but uh, it's used for your safety. So I understand what you're saying about that. But uh, and you mentioned a lot of your your work and your programs deal with people with disabilities and and vision impairment is one. What other types of disabilities are do you all work with? Well, um, with the disabled community, we have discovered that because somebody's primary disability might be blindness, but they might have other um, disabilities as well. And so our programs um, were developed, a majority of them being blind and visually impaired, because we realized that there's not um, these programs out there. And um, we, I know with the SEED program, we are, um, our, our techniques can be um, and information can be adapted to not just individuals with blindness, but um, it, it can expand into all disabilities. And so we, we are mindful of that when we're working with students. We want to make sure that um, 
they're able to to do the things with you know whatever their their diagnosis is um, are whether it's um, a combination of physical um, and and mental or um, that that type of thing. All right, since we're you know on the subject of seed right now, let's dive in a little bit more. Please tell us more about what the program involves. How do you do it? Do you travel? Is it Zoom and and what are the kind of things that are involved in the program that you uh, you teach the uh, individuals that are taking your course? Um, as, as somebody that um, I was one of the 10 individuals that helped to design the seed program. And so for me, it's um, very personal. But um, like I said, our, our program is designed with that holistic approach of mind, body, spirit. We don't look at it as you can take a workshop one time and be safe for the next five years. It's something that we encourage people to do ongoing training, um, and we offer that through a variety of different ways. We currently have Zoom workshops that we offer, and we do in-person workshops as well. We are working on creating a Strive to Thrive Academy to where people can take a self-paced course and learn the information um, through through our academy. Um, so we're, we we want to make sure that people have a, a variety of different options. With the seed program, however, um, we do not teach techniques um, via Zoom. That is something that has to be done in person. Our program is actually broken up into um, four different elements and um, kind of a nod to the, the martial arts world, if, if um, so to say. And um, that is air, water, earth, and fire. And our um, air, water, and earth elements can be um, taught via Zoom um, or they'll be on the, the portal, but our fire element is our techniques and that is the only element that has to be, be done in person. We broke the program um, into the four different elements because we wanted people to understand that um, yes, there is different, you know, categories, but it all has to work together to to accomplish the main goal of keeping you um, or our students and instructors safe in everyday life. You can't just, um, like I said, practice the techniques and not be working on um, your mindset when it comes to safety or learning the different tips and tricks um, when it comes to, to safety. There's you know, I've seen miraculous things coming out in the, the mental health field. And so we actually have like a, a module that focuses on how does your mental health affect your safety? How, you know, what, what does that look like um, in, in everyday life? We um, have a, in our earth element, we have um, what we call our functional foundations. And that is to um, get people to understand that when you're learning self-defense, there are some concepts that need to be learned before you can master any kind of technique. Um, and um, so we, we have things in there such as balancing drills because balance is, um, I know it's one of my struggles, 
And as we were developing the program, I, we realized that it wasn't just a, a me thing. Like it's a very common thing with students that we've worked with and, and, and that sort of thing. But our program, the C program officially launched in August and um, of 2021. And so we have what we're, you know, the, the four elements are our 101 program. We have a laundry list of different um, ideas, courses that we want to create as this program um, goes and, and grows essentially. And um, concepts such as, um, you know, traveling, having, um, as an O&M instructor, I'm sure you're <laughs> like, ooh. Um, but we want to, because we want to address the safety concerns that people have, whether it's they're traveling on a train, plane, or automobile, they're, they're able to understand how, um, how that all works and how they can keep themselves in those different um, situations and environments. At this point, Amy, let's give your contact information again for people that uh, you've piqued their interest and they want to get more information from you. Um, you can email me at seed.director at striveforyou.org. And my um, email is also on our website at striveforyou.org. And that is the word strive, the number four, Y-O-U.org. And you mentioned about uh, your programs and your training. Now, when somebody's interested in having uh, some training done, how do you all decide what is the best way to conduct that training? Uh, do you have different price packages for travel for instructors or Zooms? How do you go about uh, getting information on, on pricing for, for uh, courses? Um, so for pricing for courses, that's usually a call to myself. Um, we have, um, a, you know, if somebody has a group, an organization, um, Type, type thing, we can offer um, Zoom or in-person workshops um, with different pr price points. I also encourage people to think about doing a what we call a hybrid option to where you have some Zoom sessions before we do the in-person because we can address a lot of those talking points before we get in-person with people and then we can get to the techniques a lot faster and people really, really enjoy that. And I also saw on your, your website you have a calendar of events, and uh, I know I signed up for two of the uh, SEED webinars coming up uh, this month, so I'm looking forward to that. So there are uh, places on your website that you can sign up for some webinars and get more information and maybe, you know, listen to what it's about as well. Yes, we, we're, we're constantly trying to um, put, put events on there that people are able to do no matter where they live because as since we are a new program, we, we don't have instructors in all 50 states yet. Um, we do um, have a training uh, program where people can become certified um, instructors in our program. And so that's something we're, we're working on as, as well. So there's, there's kind of a two different tracks you can do when it comes to see, be a student or an, an instructor. I know, and you piqued my interest when it came to an instructor. So I know I've asked you about that in uh, emails uh, back and forth. So it's something that I'm also considering because I'm, I am so uh, interested in this type of uh, awareness and uh, especially for the uh, clients that I work with that, 
you know, some of them are worried about, you know, walking with a white cane. They're a target, as you mentioned before. And and just yeah. knowing how to, you know, be a little better aware of their surroundings and, and how to maybe take care of themselves if they if they had to. But, yeah, that it is a big concern from a lot of people with vision impairment, especially if they're recently uh, visually impaired or blind. Absolutely. I've heard countless stories about people not wanting to use white canes for whatever reason. And as somebody who resisted for a long time, I can understand that. But, you know, looking at it from different perspectives can help people to understand why it's important to use that white cane. I agree. And I wish somebody would have gave me that perspective a long time ago. Well, as an instructor, I'm constantly reminding, you know, my clients that you need it for your safety to travel. Don't worry about what other people see or what other people think. And don't worry about if you're going to be in their way traveling with the white cane because you're the person that needs to travel safely. And and I, too, I, I kind of delayed my using it every day uh, a little bit more because I was trying to pass as, you know, fully sighted. And it took me a while to realize that, hey, I, I really need to use this cane most of the time when I'm alone especially and I'm not, you know, familiar with my environment. It usually takes somebody falling on their face or really injuring themselves before they go, I need to use this more often. Um, fortunately for me, I did not I did not have that. Um, I got exposed to um, the blind community as, in a, like a large group setting, and it made my mindset go, I am not alone in this. And I think that's a common thought process is um, – feeling like you're alone and 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 unsure of of what to do or how to do it. So that's, I always encourage I always encourage people to meet other blind people. Well, that's true. And and I found out, you know, the hard way sometimes my forehead at times looked like the forehead mm -hmm. of a professional wrestler, you know, there all the yeah. scars and cuts and stuff. So uh, I understand that it's it's a safety issue that we all if you need to use a cane, we we all should use a cane, white cane. Um I know you guys rely on donations a lot. you want to talk a little bit about that and how somebody can donate as well? Absolutely. Um, we actually, on our homepage, or on our website, uh, again, strive4u.org, that um, you can donate. Um, the donations pretty much go right into our, our programs, and um, we want to work on building up some different um, programs within our programs to where if somebody is not financially able to, we can um, set up sort of a scholarship fund to be able to help people. Um, but we also want to be able to offer classes um, via Zoom or in person for, for students who may not be able to afford it. Because again, as individuals who have been on disability for a long time, we understand that sometimes, it, you know, the money's just not there. You, you want to, but the, it's a financial issue. So. Do y'all work on uh, grants? Uh, do y'all get grants and some funding from other um, organizations? Um, we have the... I. I'm not the expert on this. I know we've had some different grants to where we've been able to work with um, students in the schools. Um, our main grant right now is our VA grant. We are really dedicated to to working with our veterans and um, being able to offer services to them. And uh, y'all take, uh, I saw on your website, volunteers. So you, you take volunteers to help out? Yes, we're always looking for volunteers. Um, we are a very small, small crew right now, and um, we're looking for people in, in all sorts of different areas, um, marketing, um, 
I know marketing's the main main one off the t- off the top of my head, but um, people can volunteer to um, apply to be on our board of directors. Or Strive for You has um, an evaluation council that we use as a checks and balances system within our program. So if a student or an instructor has an issue, um, they have that sort of their appeals court um, if they if they need it. Well, I think this is great because uh, I know a lot of um, school districts should uh, check out the information. Uh, maybe uh, schools with uh, orientation and mobility um, training. Uh, several schools around the country do uh, train uh, comms. So that would also be a nice way of spreading the word to let some of these uh, future comms get involved in volunteering and, and, and seeing what the program's about to help. So I will certainly share this information with uh, uh, a lot of my cohorts and different schools to let them know that, hey, this is a great program that you might get some very good experience uh, volunteering for. Absolutely. Um, I know um, with our adaptive sports program, we are unique in that we offer the professional development workshops. And I know with SEED, we are the only operational self-defense program out there um, for individuals with disabilities. I believe that because I looked, I looked around. I believe that. That's why (laughs) when I found you, I was like, "Uh oh, I'm not letting go of this website and this information. And I wanted to run with it because I am I've always been interested in that, and even before I was uh, using a cane, I was always interested in self-defense and, and, you know, uh, so to speak, the martial arts, but that was mostly in movies where that found my attraction. Um, Amy, give the contact information again. Um, um, Before I do that, I want to say real quick, we also have sighted instructors in our program, so it's not just straight blind people. We do have... um, Cited people who have martial arts experience or who are instructors um, in O&M and, and things like that. Um, as far as contact information, um, website is striveforyou.org. Um, you can reach me on social media as Amy S.P. Wilson on, on Facebook. Um, I'm a TikToker as Blind Amy. So um, those are the, the social medias that you can feel free to reach out on. And um, I think I'm on a lot of them, but TikTok's my main one, I guess. <laughs> okay. I have not ventured into TikTok yet. I have got Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, but I have not tried the uh, TikTok yet. I guess I feel like I'm too old for TikTok, but I know it's not an age thing anymore for TikTok. No. No, it is certainly not. <laughs> All right. I usually end my interviews with four questions of, of my guests. So, sure. uh, And I do get this question, why do I ask this if somebody can't see? But there are people who have vision before they lose their vision, or there's audio descriptive. Uh, ways of watching movies. So, what is your favorite movie and why? Um, Inside Out. Um, probably one of my favorite movies when it comes. Um, it's a movie about. It's a animated movie that uh, basically talks about mental health, and um, that movie has helped me to be able to communicate with my son more about his feelings and with others. And it's in a way to where it's not, um, it, it, it simplifies um, some of that emotional stuff that he or others may struggle to, to get out. I can just be like, who's hitting your button? Um, and that's, that's helpful. And even I, I feel like I'm pushing my buttons on uh, different days. Awesome. Um, what's your favorite genre of music? What do you listen to? What's your go-to or who's your favorite artist? Um, my favorite artist is Pink. Um, I'm also a fan of Macklemore and Megan Trainer, 
but I like just about every I like things that are positive for the most part that's that that's my uh, sweet spot I've been told I'm overly positive <laughs> that's good that's that's a, that's a good thing I, I like overly positive that's that's the way we should be everybody should be that way but I know if you check out social media it's oh. it's not always positive yeah um, okay <laughs> next question is what do you do to relax what is your favorite thing or hobby or what 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 do you do to go uh, and just relax and just, you know, wind down? Um, that's currently a work in progress for me, I'll be honest. Um, I spend a lot of time because of my job. Uh, it's honestly a passion of mine. So um, I'll find when I'm even I'm trying to relax, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll go back and, and try to do the do the work stuff. But um, I guess the other part would be spend time with my family. Of course, um, we we'll, we do. um rafting and canoeing and, and camping and, and those sorts of things. So that's something we, we generally look forward to because I go, we go with a bunch of other blind people and it's just a, a whole big family, family deal. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, always family is always important. Um, yeah. The last question is what is something you still want to do or still on your bucket list? That is another excellent question. Um, I've done a lot of the things that I said I want to do. I guess my, um biggest goal would be to see pro uh, the, the seed program um, accomplish its mission and that's building a culture around safety and security for all so that that would be my my bucket list item wow you've got great answers to all those but uh i really <laughs> i really like those answers and being positive is awesome so you don't ever stop doing that um Amy, I want to thank you very much. This has been wonderful. I'm very interested. I hope we, hopefully other people are interested by listening to what uh, Strive for You has to offer. I will certainly help in sharing the word, and hopefully we can get uh, some listeners interested as well. And not maybe even volunteering or donating. It's a good cause. Uh, WRBH uh, Reading Radio for the Blind definitely likes to uh, advocate and help and promote and other organizations that uh, assist the visually impaired or blind community. Fantastic. Thank you, Amy, for joining us. I appreciate it very much. And I know uh, we'll be in contact more and uh, I'll let you know about uh, possibly taking more of Strive Seeds program in, in my future. Beautiful. I look forward to it. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This is the Public Affairs Show. I am Carla Redondo. Thank you for listening.